If you're just joining us today, we've been talking about some recommended estate planning tools for 2023 and beyond. I'm Wayne Nelson, and you're listening to Talk to the Experts. My guest today is Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning. If you'd like to know more, the McMillan team will be hosting a virtual webinar Wednesday, January 11th at 6.30 p.m., and an in-person seminar coming up on Wednesday, January 25th at 6.30 p.m. Now, you will need to register ahead of time. Contact McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can go online at the website, mcmillanestate.com. Sherry, before the break, we were talking about some of the corporate tax advantages uh, that a person could put in place, uh, corporate tax strategies that a person could put in place for their tax planning initiatives this year and beyond. And I think that's important as we have to be looking uh, down the road, not just for a tax filing deadline this year. That's right. And I think... For most of us, what happens is we, you know, procrastinate. It's human nature. And so we sit down with our accountant this time of year in April and we say, oh, darn, I guess I could have, you know, mitigated some tax had I been proactive. So I always recommend families actually do their estate planning if they can at the beginning of the year so that we've got the strategy for the year laid out and we actually know how we're going to mitigate tax for the whole calendar year because it is an opportunity cost issue if you give up, you know, as little as five, ten thousand dollars or you know, hundred thousand dollars and you give that to the government prematurely, that's money that could be working for you as a family. So many of us don't realize we have these kinds of opportunities and so we miss out. So it's very important to have the information. I think information uh, is very powerful in this arena and it's not easily, you know, sourced because generally unless you're paying a strategist and not a general accountant, you're not going to understand that there isn't even a difference. So it reminds me of a case study I'm working on uh, with a family we work with right now, Wayne, and they came to us and they have a business worth about $8 million. And so we were chatting about their history and a, a couple of their children are in university now, which is quite normal. And um, they're one of those serial entrepreneurs who keep opening multiple businesses. <laughs> so they say they're going to retire, but I know wiser than that, and probably they will never retire. Um, so we were talking about one of the wonderful opportunities we have is something called an estate freeze. And so just to explain how this would work for this example, what we can do is we can basically build a trust which can hold the shares that mom and dad own. So we transfer sure. the shares uh, to the trust. And now the trust owns those particular shares and we put a certain type of share class into the trust. But what happens then is now, let's say 10 years from now, five years from now, that family business has ended up being sold. Now the parents can actually use the capital gain exemption for everyone in the family. So if they have three children, we get a million dollars for five people instead of a million dollars just for dad, which is what normally is happening because right. he's the shareholder. And, you know, on every million dollars, we can save $250,000 of income tax. So this is not a small miss. This is a dramatic miss in families. So an estate freeze is such a wonderful opportunity. First of all, we can share the capital gain exemption across the family unit. All right. The second thing that uh, this family is unfortunately done uh, historically, but we'll fix it now going forward, is with their accountants historically what they were doing is their daughter was working in the business in the summers and mom and dad were paying themselves extra income to pay for her school. 
So obviously they're paying highest rate of tax on that value. But now if we do the estate freeze, because she's part of the trust, the daughter, we can actually distribute wealth from her as a dividend and pay the lowest rate of tax because she doesn't have income while she's going to university. And so we'll save that tax savings. And in this particular family, when we did the calculation, it was $23,000 of tax savings. So this is, again... Not you know, a small amount. No, this is an annual situation, right? So That's a nice vacation it, somewhere. It's really a very nice vacation. So, you know, it's very helpful to families that they can share their wealth as a family unit this way. But the other protection that I really love about it is, you know, we're a modern society and we're experiencing a dramatic amount of divorce right now because of COVID. Um, it's not a secret that that's happening. The divorce attorneys are exceptionally busy right now. So what happens is if you have your estate owned by yourself, then you do have to split it. But if you own it in a trust, ultimately your children are then protected if they go through a divorce and they don't have to split that asset base with their spouse. So you're protecting the bloodline. You're absolutely protecting the bloodline. And I like to do this even, which sounds odd, but I like to do it for mom and dad, the business owner too. And the reason is, you know, we're, we're fine while they're nuclear, but if I lose mom or dad, you know, early in life, let's say somebody at 68 passes and their spouse is left behind, we have the risk of someone else coming into that family, a new partner, and potentially taking the estate away from the next beneficiaries, the heirs, the children. And so by using a trust instead, it acts like, we call it the Macmillan prenup, but it sure. actually acts like a prenup for you when you enter a second or third relationship later in your life which is so important because it's not only about the legacy for your kids, obviously that's what we are protecting, but more importantly, we're protecting your retirement because if you're in this relationship and it fails, the second or third relationship, you don't want to give up a large portion of your estate because then you may not be as retired as you thought you were. Yeah, so you'd be this, looking at Walmart. That's right. So <laughs> this is really important uh, facet to estate planning that it's about life planning. It's not just about the legacy for the children, but, you know, how are we protecting ourselves year over year to preserve our estate? Now, what about the freeze part? Because that's very important. I know from uh, past shows we've discussed that. And could you expand upon that, Sherry? Yes. So the wonderful part of this is this family that we're ex exploring here that has $8 million value in their business. What we do is we transfer the shares to the trust. And now let's presume that the business itself grows or doubles in their lifetime. So that's quite common that that would happen. And so now let's say we have a $16 million business when mom and dad pass on. So you would presume that we're going to have to pay tax on a $16 million value in their estate, but we don't. Because a trust doesn't die, people do. And so what we have is we have tax owing on the original $8 million because that's when we transferred that future $8 million of growth to the family trust. And so what we've done is we've generationally skipped a whole layer of tax into the next generation. And that is very powerful because let's say on an $8 million estate, if you're going to lose 25% of that, you know, that's a huge m amount of wealth that you can capitalize upon for another generation. So this is why I think estate freezing is so fundamental for business owners. And our rule of thumb at the office is once your business hits a threshold of about $5 million or more, then we think you should start to consider and contemplate an estate freeze just simply for the fact that you don't want to pay this undue tax at premature passings. Now, you're assuming that the business grows. 
but in today's volatile society, the business can shrink. So let's take a look at those two examples very quickly. We've got about a minute here till break, Sherry, and we can continue next segment if we have to. But if the business grows, can you reset the floor of the business moving forward? Yes, and that's the beautiful part. So we can freeze at the lowest level that we can find. And if we have a retraction in the market and your business goes from $8 million down to $6 million, let's say in this instance, then we do something called thaw and refreeze. So it is actually that simple. It's just a transaction to re-solidify the lowest value we possibly can because then that's the lowest value you'll pay estate tax on. All right. We're going to pause for that break. We'll continue when we come back. The McMillan team will be hosting a virtual webinar Wednesday, January 11th at 6.30 p.m. and an in-person seminar Wednesday, January 25th at 6.30 p.m. To register, contact McMillan Estate Planning 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or visit the website for more information at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning is my guest today, and we'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.